Wait till you hear what I got to tell him, Ben. It, it's a... Uh, what's this? Who are you? Are you Joe Bates? Uh, that's me. Who are you? What's that mask mean? Joe, there was a wreck at the Skeleton Creek Bridge. Wreck? The train. The one your friends rode. A wreck? You mean my friends... The hearty cry of Hi-Yo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. A train from the east wound slowly through the hills of the gold country. There were a few tunnels or bridges, and the tracks, for the most part, wove perilously around the steep sides of mountains, steeply down into valleys and sharply up again. The telegraph ended at Alder Gulch miles behind the chugging train. Ahead, the rails spanned countless miles where there was little indication of man's conquest. And further ahead, small settlements rested near the tracks. Late afternoon found the train approaching a small wooden trestle that spanned a narrow but deep and rapidly moving mountain stream. Disaster lay in wait. train were more scared than hurt. The engine plunged into the stream, but the fall was a short one, and the cars remained on the track. 
progress was hopelessly blocked until the trestle could be rebuilt. The many miners, nearly a dozen of them, had no choice but to accept their situation stoically. They prepared for the cold of night by building a large fire around which they sat discussing the accident. Wait a minute, Toby. There's one of the railroad men. Maybe he can tell us. Hey, Mac! Yeah? I guess you're sort of in charge of the bunch that's with you. You might say so. What did you aim to say? First, what did you want to ask? Me and Toby here was wondering how long we'd be tied up. You got any idea? Maybe a week. A week? Two of the boys started hiking back. They've got to go to Alder Gulch before they can send word of this trouble. And there's no telling when another train will get here with the tools and things to rebuild the trestle. A week. Toby, that's bad. It's the end as far as poor Joe's concerned. Look here, Mac. Wouldn't it be shorter to cross the river somehow and go on to the next town west? No issue. Where were all you miners going? Going to help old Joe Bates. Me and Joe used to prospect together. We split up but agreed that if either of us struck anything, we'd team up. Joe has struck it. But if he don't get it inside of a week, he won't have it. I was taking these men to help him. I don't savvy. Well, Joe leased some likely land and started his tunnel. That was most a year ago. If he wants to buy the land, he's got an option that runs out in a week. Otherwise, he clears out. Oh, and he's near the pay dirt? Real near. But he needs to help to get it out. Hey, maybe we could go ahead on foot. Couldn't we do that, Mac? It's a town near Medicine Bend. Over the mountains, you couldn't make it in a week. Hmm. Look here. Maybe we've got wind of something. You said your friend Joe had to hit the gold in a week? That's right. It'd be worthwhile for someone to keep him from doing that, wouldn't it? I reckon so. I thought as much. Why? That trestle that collapsed had been weakened by someone using an axe. Who done it? That's what I wanted to talk to you boys about. There was a gent around here a few minutes ago that had clean hands. What about it? Tall gent with lean hips and broad shoulders. I thought at first it was one of your gang. It struck me he didn't look like the rest of you. Hold on. I noticed him. Ben, remember me pointing to him? You said he was probably one of the train crew. That's right. I seen him, too. Where is he now? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Jack's seen him. Hey, Jack, where's that stranger I asked you about? I don't know. Maybe Hank knows. Hank, where's that tall stranger, the one with the white hat? I don't know. Where in tarnation is the stranger? Find him. Maybe we'll find the man that cut the bridge. Bates lived alone in a small cabin at the entrance to his tunnel. He was roused from sleep before dawn by the sharp rapping on his door. Well, a great day in the morning, it's Ben, his pals. He's coming last. Hang on, Ben, I'll be there as soon as I get into my boots. <laughs> now we'll skunk him. Wait till you hear what i got to tell him, Ben. It, it's a... Uh, what's this? Who are you? Are you Joe Bates? Uh, that's me. Who are you? What's that mask mean? Joe, there was a wreck at the Skeleton Creek Bridge. Wreck? The train. The one your friends rode. A wreck? You mean my friends? Ben? Ben and Toby and the others aren't hurt. But they'll be delayed a week. No, no, they can't be. I'll come in. I, I want to talk to you. Now, see here. Any man who wears a mask can't... I didn't say you could come in. I know. How do I know who you are? Sit down and listen to me. I am hand of a Someone will. cut the supports of the trestle to wreck the train. Who knew that you were bringing help from the east? Uh, probably everybody did. I didn't keep it no secret. 
I wrote a long time ago telling Ben about the setup here. You uh, call the tunnel the Betsy Jane, don't you? Uh, what if I do? Who owns it? By all that's right, I do. But the deed's in Tom Lacey's name. Scheming buzzard. He thought the land was worthless when he leased to me with an option. Have you proof that it isn't worthless? I've got a plenty of proof. I don't care who knows it. Uh, if I could hit the pay dirt before the option runs out, I could get the doggone mine for next to nothing. But I've got to hit the pay dirt. Have you no help? Uh, what's all this to you? You from Black Tom Lacey? I don't even know him. He runs a cafe in Medicine Bend. The Black Snake. I see. Oh, I'm done. Do you try to work the tunnel alone? No, I got a couple of men working for me, but they ain't much good. Fact is, they've been stalling, so it begins to look like they've been paid by Lacey not to turn up the mother load till after I'm out of the picture. Joe, I want to know more. There's no call to tell you things. Perhaps I can persuade you to tell me. I can prove myself sincerely interested in breaking Tom Lacey. But, mister, mask or no mask, if you're hankering to break Tom Lacey, here's my hand. camp near Medicine Bend, Dan Reed and Tonto were swinging their axes to fashion a lean-to. The Indian, from time to time, instructed the Lone Ranger's nephew. Suddenly, Dan stopped his work and spoke to Tonto. Wait. Dan. You plenty careless. Careless? Gee, Tonto, I... One thing about axe, never use it before you clear brush. Oh, I... Keep plenty room to swing axe. Yeah, I see. You try to swing axe hard. That wastes strength. Oh, but aren't you supposed to swing the axe hard? <laughs> no. Axe got heavy head. That's so axe do work and not fella who swing it. Now, you hold handle this way. Yeah. Make axe swing and keep it straight and axe do work. Now, take a little branch off tree. Here. Now, here, other little branch. There. Now, there's room to swing. You swing. All right. Oh, that good. Why, oh, golly. It made as deep a cut as it did when I swung with all my strength. Isn't that right? Tonto. Uh? What do you suppose is holding up the Lone Ranger? Oh, him be here pretty, pretty soon. Yeah, but I thought he'd be here before this. Maybe him stop to get news about something. Yeah, it's almost noon. The sun's just about overhead. Oh, me know. You sort of looking for him this morning. Tonto, you're worried about him. No, me not worried. Lone Ranger be all right. I'll bet that's why he got me started building a lean-to. He wanted to keep me busy so I wouldn't be asking questions. Now, Dan, there are plenty of things we need from town. Now, you're changing the subject. Uh, here, this list of things. You go get them. Victor, need exercise. Well, you're going to stay here? Uh, he stay here. Well, all right, then. Uh, where should I go for the stuff? Well, only one place in Medicine Bend. Oh. Back Tom Lacey's place. Big cafe in back and small store in front. Uh, here. Here. Money. And you go shop. Here, Victor. Yeah, steady now, Victor. We tighten the sash. Then we'll head for town, huh? Is there anything else besides this list, Tonto? No, that all. You fetch it in saddlebag. Right. Come on, Victor. Hey, mister, is that Black Tom Lacey's place? Oh, this was, youngster. Thanks. You want vittles? 
Yeah. Uh, might have known it. Just when I figured on going across the road to pay my part some cash I borrowed, a customer comes in. Oh. Do you work there? Uh-huh. Run the store in the front. Got much of a list of goods? Yeah, I guess I have. It's pretty long. Hmm. That no-account kid ain't never around when he could be of help to me. Let me see your list. Yeah, here. Long dread it. Look here, kid. You know how to read, don't you? <laughs> sure. Well, go on inside, then. You'll see stuff stacked in the shelves back of the counter. Take them and pile them on the counter, and by the time you're done, I'll be back. All right. If I ain't, then wait for, wait for me, so as I can sum up what it comes to. Tom Lacey's mighty particular that I keep my record straight. The man won't tolerate nobody that tries to shortchange him. Go on inside. Help yourself. I'll be back. <laughs> well, I'll go in and wait on myself, huh? Shouldn't be hard to find what I want. Just a slab of bacon right on the hook. Now, let's see. Flour, bacon powder, and a... Hey, kid. Oh, yes, sir? Anyone around? Well, I don't know. I just nice can't... Savvy. I suppose you wouldn't know who's in the back part of this place, huh? No, sir. Well, that don't matter. We alone in the store? Yeah. Fine. Here, take this envelope. Yeah? Put it in your pocket and take care of it. It's mighty important. What should I do with it? Give it to your boss. My boss? You heard me. Yeah, but I ain't... Kid, I ain't in the mood to argue. You do what I said and you'll save having your ears pinned back. Savvy? Yes, sir. I savvy. Golly, this is odd. He must have meant that I should give this to Tom Lacey. Hey, might be in the back room. Uh, I didn't like that fellow's looks. In a bad eye, as Tom would say. Huh. I wonder what's in this note. Huh. He said I should give it to his, my boss, but... Uh, sure, that's what he said. Well, hang it all, Tom Lacey's not my boss. My boss is a lone ranger, and I'm going to take this back to Tonto. Dan, this note plenty important. Maybe this note help us find lone ranger. Then you think something has happened? No, me not know. Now, you go back to work, and Bill lean to. Well, what are you going to do? Me work here with you till after sundown. Then me call on Tom Lacey. You? Ah, me call on Tom Lacey tonight. Curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. What's the matter, Lacey? I heard that you didn't mind anything. Not even cheating a poor old coyote like Joe Bates. Edskin, you got anything to say about uh-huh. You plenty fool. Huh? So that's all you got to say, huh? Well, I'll... What's that? Oh, my hand. The lantern. Me fix you. Oh. Hey, who's done that? Where are you? Um, he's show you now. Oh. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network. 
a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.